Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Ravel and Bethany House Publishers, which are divisions of Baker Publishing Group. Find out more at bakerpublishinggroup.com. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining Mad Lit Musings, sponsored today by Baker Publishing Group. And we have a Baker author with us today um, from Ravel Publishing. Her name is Melissa Coslin. Am I pronouncing that correct? I should have asked right. before I hit record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, Melissa. It is so great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you as a writer, like who you are and what you write. Um, so Melissa Goslin, I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, now you leave Florida. We've moved a little bit out of the suburbs. <laughs> um, so married with my husband, just had a baby. She's Congrats. about five months. Um, I write Christian romantic suspense. Um, I have Dangerous Beauty is about to come out and then Never Miss came out last year. And I also, um, finished writing A Dream Within a Dream with Mike Napa as awesome. well. Yeah. Yeah. Great books too. So everybody definitely wants to check out the backlist and not just the new one coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, tell us a little bit about Dangerous Beauty though, because that is the new one coming out and I'm looking at the cover and it's very, very intriguing to me. So tell us a little bit about that book. Yeah. So we actually did a lot of work on that cover because um, I wanted it to really feel uh, the, the balance between romance and suspense. Mm-hmm. So I think it turned out really well. It's beautiful. I, I, yeah. Um, I think they nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the book is about a young woman who is being trafficked. Um, she was taken by the cartels from her home in Southern Mexico. Mm. And so she was brought over the border with a bunch of other women. And that in itself was this horrible situation. And then she was handed off to some middlemen who were going to deliver her to a buyer who specifically wanted her. Um, mm. And that all comes out later in the book but uh, and then she's she manages to get away from them as they're in texas and so it opens with her running through the woods along a rural highway and she comes to one of those you know big massive gas station places Mm -hmm. you know it's got so much stuff and she somebody happens to stop and he he just happens to realize what's going on he overhears the conversation he sees a couple of men that he kind of figures out what's going on and he ends up uh, beating them up and calling the police. And then he doesn't have any other way to help her to keep her in the country because the cartels are just going to take her again if right. she gets moved back to Mexico and her family's all gone. Um, <clears throat> so he ends up asking to marry her. Aha. Uh-huh. In all order right. to keep her here, to help all her. Right. Interesting. Interesting. That's an interesting twist, too. So that'll be fun to read. Mm-hmm. Great. So we have her name is Liliana. Mm hmm. And his name is Merrick, if I'm looking at that yep. right in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Can I just say too that I love I love the concept of a male hero that is aware enough of his surroundings. Um, I don't know how often I've read in books where males are just kind of like, you know, they're not aware of what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> like we need we need more guys out there that are like the heroes that are gonna beat people up and save women. I love it. <laughs> Well, there's, there's more to his history. He's a, he's got a complicated history and there's more to it as to why he in particular figured it out and nobody else, all these people in this gas station, they didn't 
see what was going on. Mm-hmm. But so he has a background that makes it easier for him to to recognize this kind of thing. Right. And that's a good cryptic response without giving away yes. any spoilers. I love it. You're a master at that. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you want to um, go into the concept of trafficking? Because we see that a lot. The awareness of it is getting huge. I'm, I'm sure there's something on your heart. Um, well, the awareness is getting better, but it's just not nearly enough. I mean, it's mm-hmm. human slavery in modern days. I mean, why is this not like huge news why is this not you know on everybody's everyday mind Mm -hmm. yeah I just I just it doesn't register with me why more people aren't more focused on this you know they're more concerned about what politicians are doing Mm -hmm. than you know people being trafficked no go ahead (laughs) um I really wanted to to shine more of a light on that um and it's and I'm not afraid of dark themes in the books it's hard to write them and stay within the Christian genre and not go too far. But I think I did. Um, I think mm-hmm. I did pretty good while shining a light on it, but not being offensive. Why do you think it's important to go to those darker places? Because I get that asked that question some with my fiction too. And right. within Christianity, um, there's, there seems to be an awareness of the darkness, but yet a pulling back away from it also. So why do you yeah, think it's well, important? Well, we can't fix the problems if we don't look at them. So we have to see the darkness. And that's where mm-hmm. Christians need to really focus so that we can bring, you know, the light of God and Jesus into and help lift people up and how help change things. We can't yeah. just live in our little happy land. You know, that's not right. 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 Grace is forged out of the darkness, really. And mm-hmm. the grime. That's so true. So one of the things that you had mentioned um, in just an email about the podcast was honoring our faith and our morals um, when it's hard. And so is that a theme that's running through this novel in in alignment with the, the concept? That's actually something Liliana, because she's the one that has strong faith. And I thought that was okay. amazing for her character because she's the one that's, mm. her entire family was murdered in front of her and she's running away from traffickers. And she's looking at, at this place where then she starved. I mean, she hasn't eaten in two days. And so she's looking at this gas station and going, I can't steal anything. Maybe there's something in the trash cans. And her, because her parents had told her, had taught her, her faith that, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to do the right thing, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. Mm. That's a tough one. That is. When I was little, I remember reading about the, um, the Holocaust and the Nazis. And I, I was really young. Um, but I remember asking my mom, why didn't they just pretend to be Nazis so that they weren't, you know, murdered or, or whatever. And, yeah. and, you know, her comment, her comment was similar. She's like, sometimes it's not easy to do the right thing in the face of death and danger, but you have to make those choices. Um, mm-hmm. so how do you, how do you make them? <laughs> I like to go deep here. How do you make those choices? Can you give us the magic answer, Melissa? <laughs> I would hope that I would make these kinds of choices, but I think personally, I think thinking about it and kind of mentally preparing yourself for these decisions is what does it. And I think me writing characters like this, that I aspire to be like, I think that really helps me Mm. to be a better person. If that makes any sense. I know I wrote her, but she's the one who was inspiring me. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an example. Oh, it does. It's like an example of what's in your mind as what you would like to be 
mm-hmm. in your own personal faith. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. She exemplifies that a lot. That's awesome. And Merrick awesome. too. He's just more complicated. A complicated hero. I I'm all in for a complicated hero. Oh yes, me too. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> They're the best. They're the best. So um tell us a little bit about um just your faith background because you're obviously wanting to bring that into dark topics and you're wanting to bring it into, you know, Liliana's life and even what you aspire to be during tough times. So what made you want from your own faith journey? to bring out those themes and threads um you know I guess my my faith journey isn't anything super structured if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know uh, it's not like I was you know this part of this church and this and then you know no it comes from my family really my mm-hmm. I grew up Christian specifically Protestant but then we went to a Presbyterian church sometimes too it just wasn't you know as long as it was Christian um mm-hmm. and I just remember it was just embedded in life. It wasn't anything. It was just how we lived, you know, mm-hmm. um, life was hard and nothing was perfect, of course. But, you know, I remember my, my mom doing things like taking cookies to the neighbor because she was sick mm. and, and, you know, just things like that. That's just yeah. how that's, that's the kind of thing that really inspired me. Just, I know, it's, I know that sounds silly and stupid, but it's those mm-hmm. little things that really make a difference for people. Right. So, that's and then the, I remember, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's the feet on the ground. Yeah. Faith. Yeah, exactly. And just do the little things that you can do, even if it's smiling at a stranger, you know, because mm-hmm. maybe they are like struggling, struggling, struggling that day. And your smile just helps them just move on a little bit more. gives them mm-hmm. a little more strength. I love that. I love that. Um, I like this story about your mom taking cookies to the neighbors. My daughter asked me the other day why we don't do that. <laughs> And I said, well, there's two reasons, honey. I said, one, we live in the country. So our nearest neighbor is, you know, quite a ways away. And two, I can't cook or bake. So <laughs> that wouldn't be a good well, gift. That's the one thing I can't do. <laughs> I can't cook, which is sad because my mom is like the best cook ever, but I can't make pretty decently. I can make pretty good cookies. So I do <laughs> take cookies to the neighbors. We're in a new neighborhood. And um, every time somebody new moves in, I take them cookies. See, I love It's just that. a nice I way. Yeah. You know, and I think people read, okay, so- you know, I look at books like Dangerous Beauty and you get inspired as a reader, at least I do, to like be this amazing person. And I want to go out and rescue everybody who's in Liliana's situation. But I think as believers, we can pull back and look at our own circumstances. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, cookies can be heroic. And I think sometimes maybe we uh, downgrade those efforts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, I mean, if you have the opportunity to do something really fantastic, like Liliana and Merrick are able to do, fantastic. But most of us don't have a lot of those kinds of opportunities to be like really big heroes. So just let's be little heroes every day. Yeah. Just, you know, be nice. Be a little hero. Oh, I like that. You need to make that into like a tagline. Be a little hero. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. Um. It seems just in talking, I mean, Melissa, you and I have never chatted before, um, but it seems just in talking to you that morals and faith are extremely important and ingrained into your life. Do you have anybody that um, really was influential? I'm just curious. In, in, you said your family, but any one specific mentor or somebody that really stood out? Um, probably just my mom. Mm. You know, she was, uh, my parents got divorced when I was quite young and I lived with my mom and um, 
my dad was still heavily involved, of course, but I lived with my mom and Mm -hmm. she's the one, you know, we would go to family reunions and go to church and that her side of the family was very into, you know, that was what we did. Every family reunion, we went to the church and her and her sisters, she has seven siblings where there's seven of them total. They would take over the choir that, that Sunday, they would literally be the choir. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Things go beautifully. Yeah. And I have memories of my aunt Floyd. She has this amazing, powerful voice. I would be in the back of the church and I could hear that woman. I could pick out her voice by herself. Oh, I love it. The whole congregation is singing. It was wonderful. That's so so probably my mom and and that side of the family. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so critical in in putting that legacy of faith into you so that Mm -hmm. when you are in those tough times, it's there. Yeah, something that's going on to you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about your book and anything unique about your book that might set it apart from some of the other stuff on the shelves. So let's take a quick break. Are you enjoying today's broadcast with our featured author? You can find out more about them and other authors from Baker Publishing Group at bakerbookhouse.com. Use code MADLIT40 for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title at bakerbookhouse.com. This also includes Ravel and Bethany House Publishing. Go over fast. It's MADLIT40. That's your magic code for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title. All right, we are back and we have Melissa Coslin here with us and she has just released the book Dangerous Beauty, which has a dangerously beautiful cover um, that we learned in the first half. We, it has a very specific reason for that. So um, we are talking about faith. We're talking about um, just that struggle during life. But I also want to talk a little bit about the content of the book, which has um, some dark themes like trafficking, et cetera. Um, so there are other books out there that have talked about trafficking in different ways. So what makes your book unique and why did you bring it across in this specific manner? Um, well, I can't say as to why it's unique because I haven't honestly read the other books. Sure. Um, purposefully, I don't read books that are similar to mine because I don't want to accidentally have some kind of, yeah, pull something out of theirs, you know? Right. Um, but as far as why it's unique, I, Several people have told me my writing style is unique, I guess. Um, sure. Um, and I don't know what I love about it, I guess, is Merrick being so mysterious mm. and he has that dangerous aura about him. But as you get to know him, you understand why he is the way he is. He's not a jerk. He's truly doing everything in his life is mm. for the good of others. Oh, Every wow. single thing. So, and you see more and more how deeply that runs for him as yeah. the book unfolds. So that's, I loved writing him. He was just so mysterious and interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the book comes from Liliana's point of view. And I just love her as a person because she's such a truly deeply good person. Yeah. Yeah. And she's from, you said she's from Mexico. Originally. Mm-hmm. A very, very, very poor part of Mexico. Like don't have electricity poor. Mm. have you been to those types of places in mexico no i've been to mexico um and i did go to some like some areas like off the resort you know because i had some friends with us that were from argentina and they 
speak the language. I don't speak Spanish. Sure. Um, so we did go to like some markets and some restaurants and things like that. So I've been there, but I haven't mm-hmm. been to that area of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there are some crazy poor areas. We just had a missions team come back from mm-hmm. our church and they were in some of those areas and it took them like, I don't know, four hours to get back to one by a little plane that would have taken like 10 hours by vehicle over crazy terrain. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's amazing what they can live off of, but then how, and, and they were even talking about how the trafficking comes into those areas and they're not expecting anything like that because they're just living yeah. peaceful lives. Well, and it's easier for the traffickers because they have no resources. They have no, you know, no way for, you know, real good way to get, find hope. So yeah, yeah, sad. absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So what's next on your agenda? Are you writing another book for us to read? I mean, I'm already greedy. <laughs> so just came out. Where's the next one? Um, I am writing a book. It's not under contract right now, but mm-hmm. so we'll see. Let's yeah. See how it goes. All right. Well, if you need any beta readers, you know, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd love to write a couple more books for this one. Uh, yeah to make it a series but we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes yeah the publishing world is always fun so readers that's your cue go out and buy the book so that we can get more books from melissa that would be awesome how do readers yes reviews are huge huge so definitely review those books how do readers find you though to get this book and find out more about you um i have a website melissacoslin.com so that has all the information about my books and everything and of course i'm on um facebook twitter uh, Instagram um, and Pinterest. I know Pinterest is dead, but I'm on there anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I am too. I keep getting notifications on my phone that somebody repinned a pin and I'm like, there's people still repinning pins, <laughs> but I'm on there. So you can yeah. find me in any of those places. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, Melissa, this was a pleasure, um, not just for my readers, but for, uh, and I'm sorry, not my readers, my listeners, but for me as well. Um, to meet you and um, excited to read the book. And I really appreciate the time that you took to come out and hang out with us today. Thank you for having me. You have a wonderful day and hopefully we get to do this in the future. Yes, definitely. Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com.